You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. We cannot measure the loss that we're feeling tonight. One of the most talented musicians and one of the finest people we've ever had the privilege of calling friend, Dwayne Mark, has passed away. His gift of translating complex emotions and focusing fractured ideas into the most beautiful music was magical and unparalleled. We reached out to our dear friend, Amanda Bones of Hell to Pay Management, to express our condolences to those closest to him. His official Facebook page, found at facebook.com slash Mark, has the following statement. It is with great sadness that we bring you the news of Dwayne Mark's passing. He was one of the most extraordinary men and touched so many lives. Dwayne worked so hard to take care of his family and loved ones while pursuing his passion, and he would do just about anything for someone in need. He was a bright, guiding light for so many, and will be greatly missed. At this time, we are asking for everyone to please respect the family's privacy. Hug the people close to you. We will make public announcements on this page regarding a celebration of a life well-lived as information is available. Thank you to everyone that helped keep his dream alive by supporting him. We know he was grateful for every one of you. Please continue to use this page to share your wonderful memories of him. We would love to see your pictures and hear how he touched your lives. Keep on working, friends and enemies. As information becomes available on how we can help the family of our dear friend, we will pass it along as loudly as we can. You can help now by supporting his music at IHateDwayneMark.com, Bandcamp, and all the links provided in the show notes. What you're about to hear are the two interviews and songs he shared during his all-too-brief time with us. We are here with singer-songwriter and, uh, should I say, uh, fellow California expatriate, <laughs> Dwayne Mark, out of Austin, Texas. Yes, sir. Uh, coming to us courtesy of Chicken Farm Entertainment. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure, Dwayne. I turned on to your current album, and I have to say I'm uh, definitely a fan. First, though, I want to get into... You you, uh, you you'd made a statement that your brand, your sound, you would you would call it uh, Americinda. <laughs> yeah, we, what's, uh, what's up with that? I had a guitar player that I was working with a few years back who who said what many people say, and that he's like, well, I can't call you country music, I can't really call you folk music, I can't call you Americana, right. and he's like, I think I'm just going to call it Americinda. And I just laughed and thought that was funny. And it just stems from that idea that we don't really have a home in a genre, if you will. And sure. we just make American roots based music and every uh everything we like always has a slogan, so we're gonna go with that one. Excellent. No, I I would I would go full court press with that one. <laughs> you know, one of the tracks that jumped out at me was One Eyed King. Yeah. And uh with that you've you've got your folk fiddle going, guitar, but there's an electric bass happening and, and I mean, am I wrong, but was that a xylophone? Uh, actually, it is a it is a toy piano for a child, like literally. A toy, okay, from that would have been came my... from a Toy R Us, <laughs> Toys R Us, yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. That would have been like my second and a half guess. Uh, <laughs> you you have all of those kind of kind of swirling in this uh, building up in like this almost like melancholy like march, and figuratively speaking, 
it, it's fucking metal. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 just it's it's droning. It's awesome. And just looking at the the arrangement you have that, that you're, you're working with while taking us there, would would you say that that's a good example of uh, of Americinda? Absolutely. And and if I was to put a an idea behind the the little kitschy phrase there, it's I write the music based on how the lyrics feel. You know, right. I, I love that. And and when I started writing One Eyed King. Um, it was about, I don't know, I don't want to say betrayal, but trying to ho- swallow the hard pill of sometimes there's people who have more success than you for no good reason at all. And uh, yeah, right. you just try to stay the course and do what's right. And, and that's an intense feeling. So I think it required some intense music to go with it. If you should want I want to I want to talk about the album itself. Uh, the title is uh, "A Letter to My Friends," uh, produced and engineered along with Scott McEwen. Yeah, this is your third album. What uh, what would you say separates this or evolves this from your previous work? Time. <laughs> there it is. A You're lot right. of time. Uh, we took a collection of songs in 2013 and, and put out that first record. And it was right. kind of all over the board. Didn't really know where to go with it as it was the, you know, the first venture as Dwayne Mark, if you will. And right. uh, came back very quickly uh, a year and a half later. And in 2015, launched the Land of Opportunities and Sorrows record, which had a little bit more focused feel and sound. It was kind of more of the, I don't know, folky vibe type of stuff. And right. some of it leaning a little bit more heavily country. Sure. And then, I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't feel like doing anything more after that. And we just kept playing on the road, beating those wheels off of the vehicles that we own and putting, you know, tons of hours and miles out there playing shows to fans that were amazing to us. Obviously playing some shows where there was three people there and shows where there was 300 people there. But uh, during the course of that time, I just started to write songs again without a particular direction. What was fun about this was when we went in to finally start recording demos in January of 2019, uh, I took 25 songs into the studio and started fleshing those out. We took 18 of those 25, the three of us that tour together, Tim V playing upright bass and Sarah Gwendolyn playing the fiddle. Uh, We sat down and and demoed out 18 of those songs and then took those to Scott McEwen to work with him in the actual studio and record. We actually wound up recording 16 of those tracks and those 10 that are on A Letter to My Friends are what really felt cohesive, not just in the music styles, but the, the thought process and content behind the writing. As I started to see that all come together, it really occurred to me, like, I wrote these songs because of situations with people that I really appreciate and love in my life. Oh, wow. That's that's beautiful. I probably shouldn't be saying this publicly, but <laughs> those other six songs are due uh, out on an EP early next year, and that is Ooh. called A Letter to My Enemies. <laughs> oh, can't wait. <laughs> Heard it here first, everybody. Be, be on the lookout next year. Now, uh, there's another track that jumped out at me. Please don't grow. 
addresses violence against women uh, in a very haunting, very haunting way. Could you tell me a bit more about the the second vocalist on that track and, and kind of do a deeper deeper dive into that one? Yeah, that's a kind of a unique story, as you said. It's it's a song. Not just about domestic violence, but just about how we twist up the idea of love and we do horrible things to each other. Male, female, exactly. doesn't matter. Right. Um, and, and yes, that crux of that story is based on a man taking that out on a woman. Right. I searched for about six months to have the right vocalist do that with me. Uh, probably about three weeks before we went in to do the final vocal tracking on it, I heard my life partner, Chandra Brill, singing that song to herself on the couch and i was just like she's been here right under my nose the whole time like why why wouldn't we do this together this is so perfect right. and the way she sang it sounds so feeble like it's it it right. it just i don't know it sounds scared to me and i i don't think that could have been any more beautiful and poetic in the performance itself tonight we're going to be playing for everybody a track called alone again yeah what's up with that I tend to write things rather thematically. Um, you know, for longtime fans, if they were to listen, they can make a lot of tiebacks to the previous two records and some other uh, singles and EPs that we've released. Um, for instance, A Letter to My Friends and A Letter to My Enemies is a throwback to that first record, Friends and Enemies. Um, right. Alone Again is kind of the extension of the last track from the second record. Oh, fascinating. I was in a really dark place when I wrote that uh, last track to that second record. If you go back and listen to that, it's pretty intense. And like I said, just kind of dark. Has a little right. bright spot in it. Uh, we thought about doing a music video. We started recording the video footage for that music video, and it just got more and more depressing. So <laughs> I decided huh. never to release it. Right. Um, but... The song Alone Again was a follow-up to that. It was from okay. a different perspective in my life and realizing that that hope of getting back to the things you love is sometimes what keeps you going. And it doesn't always work out right. And sometimes it seems up, you know, up against the wall type of feelings. But at the end of the day, when we have those those beautiful things in mind that we can get to go home to, whatever those are, whether those are loved ones or a place that you need to be, or in some cases, even being on that stage for me. Uh, it makes it all worth it, and it makes it so that you can continue to battle through those those dark places. Where can everybody find you out there on the social medias? How can, how can people find you? How can they give you money in exchange for your music? How can they support you? <laughs> The web address itself is a is a story from a long time ago, but it's just I hate com. That's I hate <laughs> D-U-A-N-E-M-A-R-K.com. We uh we we've always Love been it. Love it. Uh, folks that have fun with branding, just like the Americinda sure. idea. And uh this is something that a friend came up with, I don't know, seven, eight years ago now. And so right. we've stuck there. But we can find that music available anywhere anywhere. We we have uh our own web store that has uh, anything from vinyl records and T-shirts to koozies and shot glasses. Um, if you're into Spotify or iTunes, we're all over those platforms. Every little bit that comes through to us helps. Um, obviously, things like YouTube are really big for us as well. We, we constantly are trying to, to build that viewership and listenership so that it continues to get the word out there and we get to keep doing what we love and hopefully... Uh, touching some people's lives along the way 
off the new album, A Letter to My Friends. This is Dwayne Mark, Alone Again. Days could use a little support, and your friends at the ESO Network are no different. With the ESO Network Patreon, the cool thing is, is when you help support us, it's you who will benefit. With four tiers starting for as little as twenty-five cents a week, you can listen to some of your favorite network podcasts early, hear exclusive content, maybe get some ESO swag, or even possibly take a shot at the geek seat. All you need to do is sign up at. Patreon.com backslash ESO Network. Please welcome back to the show, singer, songwriter, and all-around rock star, Dwayne Mark. How you doing, Dwayne? 
Yeah, I'm doing quite well. It's good to be back. So how's your holidays going so far? Eh, life's been weird. I mean, we've all had a lot of adjustments we've had to make in the last few years here, or a few years, a few months. But uh, Feels like years. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, it does. It's yeah. starting to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Things, things have been good overall, though. Yeah, last time you were here, you delivered a letter to my friends, uh, the title of your yeah. last hit album. And now you returned, as promised, with uh, your follow-up EP, A Letter to My Enemies. Yep, that releases on January 22nd. We've put out a couple singles off of that and have another single coming out on January 1st. And uh, yeah, really, really excited about it. Yeah, no, we're we're really excited about it. I remember you announced on the show earlier this year. Yep. It definitely takes, uh, has darker shades, if you will, than a letter to my friends. As a songwriter, what was it like on this album, emotionally speaking, to continually have to dig down to those more more haunting emotional processes and kind of dredge them up and put them into lyrics? What was it like hmm. to kind of dwell in that? A lot of these songs were written at the same time as uh, A Letter to My Friends. The difference was these were songs that were written from very negative interactions um, sometimes with people that i love sometimes with people that i just can't stand right and it, it was definitely more intense um there's not a whole lot of positive notes um or or maybe if there is positive notes they they still came from a much darker tougher space and yeah it, there's something sad and magical about it at the same time if you will it was sure. strange to be in some of those places i, I don't know uh, some of it kind of felt like it was written from places that hurt, if you will. And it's it's never ideal. But I think as artists, it's our duty to, you know, show people all sides of who we are, because much of life is similar for the majority of people in the in the world. You know, we're just speaking that in the beginning, we begin with keep on working, which uh, to me comes off as kind of a. uh is as accepting what is and then closes with window reflections what i take from it is a it's it's an honest uh accepting of oneself yeah i mean literally that song was written with the uh i, I was just having a, a really rough day um on a tour a couple of years ago somebody else was driving and happened to see a reflection of myself in the passenger window and how much gray was in my beard <laughs> yeah, yeah, and started to realize, you know, this, this is as good as it gets. I mean, I have to try to be the best me that I can be. And that, you know, there's not much more to it than that. It is what it is. I'll have to make a mighty anthem every time I look in the mirror and see all of this white and gray that just showed up one day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, Hey old man, wait a minute. That's me. Ugh. Yep. <laughs> book ending it it, it it creates a, a theme if you will the opening with uh keep on working closing with window reflections was that set up from the beginning was that did you go into it thinking that you would bookend the ep like that or did it become evident just kind of later in the process um once we had decided to use those six songs i, I knew right away that that's how i wanted to open it and, and that's how i wanted to close it yeah it's, it's kind of an extension of the previous record anyhow. Right. So if you were to listen to both A Letter to My Friends and A Letter to My Enemies consecutively, it, it kind of completes that story from starting out alone to uh, the, the Friends record 
kind of ended on a sadder note that just said, you know, are, are we going to be okay with realizing who we are? And those were th- those were words that came out of my mouth um, in a, in a conversation with a friend at one point, and that's what kind of drove writing that song. But then, you know, jumping into this new EP, it was just an extension of that same thing. Yeah, we're going to have to be okay with who we are and we're going to have to keep working and, you know, just try even through the the craziness of life, try to make the best us that we can be. And I, I feel like that's where Window Reflections was just kind of the, yeah, I finally see it all now. I finally get it. So everybody, you're going to have to go get Mr. Mark's last album as well, a letter to my friends for to complete the entire <laughs> picture. And not having toured this year, uh, we have plenty of copies for y'all. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Well, you know, I was going to, uh, I wanted to touch on that. So you, you say you have a single dropping on the first, uh, we know the EP itself drops on the 22nd of January, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Or should I say the, the digital release That's of correct. the EP, uh, you've got a Kickstarter going a campaign to get the, uh, get it all out there in, uh, on physical media. What's, uh, what's going on with that? The, the Kickstarter we launched, uh, the day after Thanksgiving, and we knew it would be a rough go at it during the holiday season, but wanted to put it out there to folks that, hey, if, if we're going to do physical copies anytime in uh, the first half of the year, for sure, uh, we're going to have to get the pre-orders going. We just, um, plain and simple, like many businesses, uh, this COVID situation flat out drained us. What we had invested in the, the record and in the end of 2019 in the beginning of 2020 we just flat out haven't been able to make back out on the road yet so it's uh it's a little challenging from that front if you will but when the time comes to be able to safely hit the road again and and really get back to touring then we'll have you know two good records to go on and we just might have to wait a little longer to put out the the physical copies of that second set if you will that that ep yeah, I was going to ask about that. Uh, you have a, a certain goal. And to all our listeners out there, uh, Dwayne, in a moment, will give you all of the particulars on how to get to the Kickstarter. It's my understanding that if the goal isn't met, nothing is paid. That's correct. Yeah. And I like those kind of campaigns because I don't want somebody to be like, oh, well, he only made half the goal. What's he going to do with that money? You know, I'd yeah, rather right. I'd rather keep it a little more accountable, if you will. Well, you know, to all of our fans out there, it's uh, easy money for all of you if you want to have have the album to uh, in your hands to smell, to to hold. To I mean, if you need to go taste it, that's kind of a weird <laughs> flex, but that's cool too. If you want to, if you want, if you want this thing, the thing, uh, jump on over to Kickstarter now. Otherwise, we'll uh, as Dwayne said, we'll have to wait later. Maybe. Yeah, one way or another, we'll definitely. We're definitely going to put out the physical copies of that. Uh, part of the adventure that we love when we are making these records is the artwork that goes into the physical copies. So it's a, it's a big thing for me to make sure that eventually, maybe it's 2021 or 2022, but we we, we do get those physical copies because they, they play off of each other. Um, both the full length record, Letter to My Friends, and the, and the EP, A Letter to My Enemies, they... They belong together. Right. They belong together physically. Right. I'm looking forward to it. Whether it's six months from now or a year and a half from now, one way or the other, we'll we'll get that in hand and and yeah, it'll it'll be a good old fashioned Dwayne Mark record. Yeah, it will. 
Uh, well, where can everybody find the Kickstarter and you uh, at large out there on the Internet? All of our social media sites, we have links to that currently. Um, my website is just IHateDuaneMark.com. <laughs> That's I-H-A-T-E-D-U-A-N-E-M-A-R-K.com. Right. And uh, yeah, that, there's links all over the place on that stuff. If you search Kickstarter and either type in a letter to my enemies or Dwayne Mark, you'll you'll see those that project pop up. Excellent. Excellent. I hate Dwayne Mark. I saw that and was like, God, I wish I had named our website. I hate Thunder Talk. <laughs> but then Dwayne would we, find out and it's, you know. <laughs> we couldn't find uh, the right the right website name. And, and it's a long story, but it just it fit. It was perfect. And it's become a kind of an integral part of our branding. Yeah, I know we talked about it last time. And yep. uh, and I'm just forewarning. We're probably going to talk about it next time, too. <laughs> that's that's good marketing right <laughs> yeah right you know gotta keep coming back gotta gotta add a theme on top of the theme uh <laughs> you did something pretty rad actually as a musical guest i asked you what track off the ep you wanted to drop after we're done talking and you said uh take your pick I love it when people engage with what we're doing and that was an opportunity to do that and uh personally the song you picked is my favorite song on the record. Hey! Um, it's not going to come out as a single, which means this is the first and only time it will be played until this uh, record releases mid-January. Oh, so. damn. Hey, thanks, man. Thank you very much. I'm yeah. honored. It's my oh, favorite song off the album. And yeah, you got to buy you got to buy the record, everybody, to get this one. You're going to love it, everybody. Uh, if you could give us uh, just a, your thoughts on the song. It was definitely um, one of those more darker ballady feeling songs that I've had the chance to write in the last few years. It's uh, <laughs> there's a lot of liars and fakes in the world. There's a lot of people who will, you know, do anything to make a buck, to get ahead. And sometimes that's killing their own brother. I mean, it's it's a dark world that's around us. So that song was just kind of a nod of the, the head to that same, you know, thought process, if you will. And, and the idea that we see you, we know you, we're not going to fall for this. It's time to move away. And particularly, I love I love birds. Um, I raise a lot of chickens and ducks and pheasants and quail here out on our little what we, uh, ranch we like to call chicken farm in uh, <laughs> central Texas here. Nice. Um, crows. Crows are wildly intelligent animals. Yes. And there's something that has always, you know, kind of intrigued me, if you will. And the more I dig in and study about them, the more you realize that uh, they're not just intuitive in the sense that we think about it, you know, from a day to day perspective, they're very emotional and they they can see and feel things that uh, if other animals can, they don't relate it the same way. Right. And so, you know, kind of tying that back into that same idea of watching out for those screwed up people out there. It, uh, I don't know, it just kind of fell together that way. It was something that I thought was a neat idea. An amazing idea. The single, Keep On Working, drops on January 1st. The entire EP, A Letter to My Enemies, is coming out on the 22nd of January. Head on over to the Kickstarter to get your CD or vinyl record pre-ordered. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, a real treat. A real treat tonight. Uh, the Crows Know. 
by Dwayne Mark. The crows know your bloodshed, the crows know your lies. Murder finds new roots to steer clear of your eyes. Heartbreak and violence. We all know your bloodshed We all know your lies This family will find roots To steer clear of your eyes Heartbreak and violence broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.